right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. So, uh, how y'all feeling today? I'm uh, confused, literally. I mean, I, I I'm not surprised. I'm just confused. The reason why I'm not surprised is because I knew deep within me, and I was trying to make the best of it last night, and I couldn't. Play by play is, you know. Play-by-play is play-by-play. Post-mortem, that's another story. Because it was supposed to be a red wave that would put the corrupt, entitled, arrogant, criminal politicians in their place. Supposed to get rid of some of the bad apples in the Democratic Party that are ruining this country. The GOP was supposed to take the House by a huge margin and possibly the Senate, too. They said it wasn't a question of if, but when it would happen. In fact, there was a time where the newspapers were saying that this could very well be a time for change. All over Oregon, we were hearing about our Republican contender for governor winning the race. Today, we're hearing that the Democratic contender won the race, even though the we only see a couple thousand votes for the Republican behind. They're calling it out for the person who, of course, in this state, we're all blue. Most most are blue. I, uh, I don't know why, because we've had the worst governor. And, of course, this one is going to be a carbon copy of, you know, this one we allegedly elected in is going to be a carbon copy of the one that's in there now. So it's hard to you know, give any key opinions while you're looking at a screen and you're seeing all kinds of blue and red flashing at you and you don't really know what's going on. But I knew in my heart, I knew in my bones, and I knew it when I wrote about voting democracy to death. It was, that's what I called the show because that's what I think, that's what I thought we'd be hearing the day after, as I say, the post-mortem here. Um, Watching results kind of Wondering if the red wave would come, and I wondered if I could be wrong because I was saying I don't think it's 
I don't think it matters. I think it's going to be just what it's going to do is it's going to tell us what the future is going to be and how we're going to continue and where we sit. And it, we sit in the same place. We're still spinning our wheels. As again, I, I said that neither the Democrats nor the Republicans are offering anything to alleviate the problems working people face. It's illustrated by their campaigns of fear-mongering. And I mean that by the Democrats creating fear-mongering over fascism and the destruction of democracy. And, of course, the whole idea of socialism and radicalism being pushed about to and fro by the conservatives. And no, no matter which party dominates the midterm elections or, you know, which which we find, I mean, they're still having their recounts in some places. I mean, already they're they're saying that, saying that the left was victorious. There's, I mean, and even though they're only a few, you know, these are neck and neck races. They're just going and throwing it to, well, because the liberal media is running the show. They're the ones that have hijacked the narrative. And you can't find any particular political party that can define democracy or that can define what the republic is. They can't even, you know, they can't even define what fascism or socialism is or communism or Marxism or, I mean, concerning any supposed threat of fascism, some of us explained soon after Trump was elected that so long as corporate America has the liberal left tied to their two-party system, they have no need for fascism. And I know it's an underhanded cut, but it's, it's reality. It's truth. If we have the liberal left in a two-party system, who needs fascism? Who needs authoritarianism? Who needs, I mean, they used to be a passive party. Now they're in it. They're in it to win it. They're in it to take it. They're in it to hang on to it. They're not going to let go of it. And they're going to acquire all this power and they're going to be tyrants. They need fascism. That's the point. They need fascism only when their customary method of rule breaks down and they face a very direct threat of losing control to those who rise up and carry out a revolution. Because you better be ready that if you're going to decide that you want to do some crazy revolution, that they're going to call you a fascist. They're going to call you a traitor. They're going to call you treasonous. And what's so sad about last night was that it was a red trickle and the media was calling it a red mirage, as I said they would. I said whether it's a red wave, red mirage, or blue man group, it's not going to matter either. I mean, doing the play-by-play last night was hard enough. The post-mortem is even worse. Especially when the outcome doesn't make a damn bit of sense. You think the outcome makes sense? I certainly don't. I mean, look, it's, it's equally aggravating when the media the mainstream media starts gloating about how they win or how they won. And then they start using those magic words. You know, those words I talk about the whole idea of Orwellian magic words and neurolinguistic programming, and they use their propaganda to make their point. They're doing that now. And, and, and it's, and it's like, for some reason, the, I guess the, the disappearance of this red wave or the non-appearance of this red wave has given the media carte blanche now to start throwing around terminologies that they did before the election, but now they confirm the terminologies stick and they're going to continue to use them like election denier. 
like democracy killer, like domestic terrorist. The media is using them. I, I had a friend of mine. She got a mass email. She uh, she read it to me. She said, you wouldn't believe what I just got. And I told her, I said, I need you to forward it to me. And she, and she says, okay, but you're not going to like it. And I thought, all right, well, I'll take a look at it and see if I like it. I hated it. And I'll tell you why I hated it coming up on Ground Zero. I'm going to read you what was sent to her and how aggravating it is to read a liberal news group sending you information. It's like you're in on this, and it's like a plot. And you and you respond. You're supposed to respond to these magic words they use. You're going to find it very interesting. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.